B'Shem Hashem, Naaseh, V'Natsriach. We are now on Dav Chav Zayin Amur Bet. And we're starting from Tanur Rabbanan. Tanur Rabbanan is three lines before the widest lines on the page. Tanur Rabbanan, we bring a brighter. Maaseh, there was a story. B'Talmid Echad Sheba Lefnei Rabbi Yoshua. One Talmid who came in front of Rabbi Yeshua. Amaleh, he told him, this Talmid told Rabbi Yeshua, Tevilat Arbit Rishut or Hava? Is Tevilat Arbit Rishut? Or perhaps you're obligated. Amaleh, he told him Rishut. It's it's uh, Rishut, it's um, voluntary. Ba'alafne Rabban Gamliel, he came in front of Rabban Gamliel, Amaleh, Tevilat Arbit Rishut or Hava? He told him, Tevilat Arbit Rishut, or is it... Or is it an obligation? Amaleh Hobai told no, it's an obligation. Amaleh, so the student told Rabban Gamliel, who was the Nasi of Klal Yisrael, didn't Rabbi Shua tell me to the shoot? Amaleh, so he told him back, Hamten, wait, wait until the Baaletirisin come into the Bet Midrash. Baaletirisin. Are the the people who um, uh, stay on the benches? Balitari, seeing those people who stay on the benches. The, uh, others call them the people who hold the shields. Either way, it means the big the big tamid hahamim. When the people who hold the shields came in, amada shoel v'shoel v'shal the. The questioner got up and asked, Is there anyone who disagrees about this? So Rabbi Shua said no. Some say that he said no, even though he disagreed, is because he wanted to respect Rabban Gamliel. Others say he didn't want anyone to know, but either way, he denied it. People told me in your name that you said it to the shoot. Amalei told him, Yeshua, stand up on your feet and they'll testify about you. If I was alive and he was dead, then a living person could deny what a dead person said. Since we're both alive, how can I disagree with him? How can I contradict him? So Rabban Gamliel was sitting and making his uh, class. was standing. Till everyone got very upset. They told Chutzpit, the announcer, stop. Chutzpit, the announcer, was a person who would repeat the lesson. It was a great, great time in Haham in his own right. And the announcer stopped. Out of protest, they made the announcer stop. Omni, the people said, oh, what's going on? How long will he continue bothering Rabbi Shua? 
בראש שנה, אין ראש שנה אשתקד, ציעלה, he bothered him, בבכורות מעשה, the story of the בכור, מעשה דרבי צדוק ציירה, also in the matter of רבי צדוק, he bothered him. האחנה מציירה, here too, there's three different stories where Rabbi Shua disagreed on different things. And Rabbi Gamliel forced him to accept that he's the Nasi and he has to listen. So they said, Tav Nabineh, let's get rid of Rabban Gamliel. Manu Kimle. So they said, well, who are we going to put instead of him? Before you get rid of him, you have to make sure that you have a proper replacement. This, this office of being a Nasi of Kal Yisrael is no small matter. And it's obvious that we're going to need somebody who's fitting for the job. Says the Gemara. Nukme that Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua is certainly capable. We can't. Why? Since he's involved, it'll be too much of a slap in the face to Rabban Gamliel. Although they do want to get rid of Rabban Gamliel, they don't want to do, they want to do it with a minimum of pain. Because they respect him. Nukme that Rabbi Akiva. Let's say we'll put Rabbi Akiva. Maybe Rabban Gamliel will cause a punishment for him. After all, he doesn't have the Zichut Avot. Rabbi Akiva was the, was the children of Gerim, and therefore he didn't have the Zichut of the Avot to protect him from the possible uh, Shamaim uh, attack of Rabban Gamliel. El Nukmed Rabbi Azar ben Number one, he's a haham. Who Ashir and he's wealthy. Who Asiri the Ezra. And he's the 10th generation of Ezra, so he has Zichut Avot. Now the Gemara explains what you need these things for. Who Haham, the Imakshidem, Somebody asks him a question, he could always get out of the question. Who Ashir, he's wealthy. If he needs someone to deal with the Caesar, because sometimes people would send money to the Caesar to tell him that you did something wrong. He also could go deal with the money, meaning Rabbi Yeshua could also send money and take care of it. Okay? And also, He's the 10th generation of Ezra, and therefore he has Zechut Avot, and they will not be able to mess around with him in Shemaim. I'm sorry. Okay. They came to tell him. And they told him, They told him, You agree to become the Rosh Mitiftah? He told him, Let me go ask my wife. He asked his wife. She told him, By the way, he didn't say, I'm going to ask my wife. I'm going to ask the people of my house. It's more of a, more of a, more proper. I'm going to ask the people in my house. You don't talk about. It. He's not talking about his wife publicly. So she told him, Dilma Ma'abinach. Maybe they'll get you rid of you as well. If they got rid of, of, of Rabban Gamliel, they also might get rid of you. Let a person use a, a crystal glass one day. Well, Machalat Baz, next day it breaks, but at least you got to use it for a day. Similarly, it's worth it to be Rosh Mitifta for a day. You have a big zikhut to run the Mitifta. 
she told him, Litlach Chivaria, Chivrata, you don't have any white hairs in your beard. And people respect rabbis who are white. He was only 18 years old that day. A miracle happened. And uh, 18 rows of hair in his beard turned right. I don't know what a row is. I guess it's a, 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 a few strands of hair. He says, I am like 70 years old. He doesn't say, I am 70 years old. Because um, he's not like 70. He was really only 18. Okay. Tana, we are now on the Chaf Chet Amur Aleph. We are exactly the last word in line, six, seven lines down. Tana, Oto Ayom Silku Petach. One of the new things they did when they put Rabbi Azar in charge is they got rid of the guard at the door. Now, this, and they gave open access to all students to come into the. Any Talmud whose insides is not like his outside, which means he's not completely straight up. He cannot come into Bet Midrash. And the, the person who was sitting at the door was able to tell if the person was real or not. Must have been a special person. They added a lot of benches to hold all the new people. Some say there were 400 benches added. Some say there were 700 benches added. When Aban Gamaliel, who by the way stayed there, saw that there were so many benches added, he felt bad. Dilma, Ahmad, well, he didn't feel bad because his thing was broken. He thought maybe what he did originally was wrong. Dilma, chas v'shalom, menati Torah Israel. Perhaps I held back Torah from Klai Yisrael. And chas v'shalom, you get punished. Maybe I was doing the wrong thing by putting the thing at the door. They showed him in a dream white pictures full of ashes. Which means... You see, they showed him a dream to comfort him that showed him that there was uh, white pictures would look beautiful, but they're full of nonsense, full of ashes. Similarly, these people who are in, they look nice, and therefore you might feel bad that they're there, but actually, they're not really worth much. Vilohi, really, it was not necessarily true that Abangalim was correct. They showed it to him to calm him down but from Shamayim, but really, he was not, his course of action was not the right action. The machloket between him and Abba was, you don't want to make a student, once someone's a student of Rabban Gamliel, then he could say, he's a student, and if he's not a fitting person, he might go out and uh, look, the student of Rabban Gamliel just did something wrong. And if you take a guy in who's a little sketchy, 
then one day he goes out, he embarrasses you. And therefore, they only let people in if they were known to be good people. And Rabbi Zadvar Nazariah, he felt that unless we know there's something for sure wrong with him, we don't have to presume that. Yes, he's not proven, but we, we should be able to give him a chance and then he might change. Says the Gemara, Tana, we learnt. Eduyot bo bayom neshnit. Mesechet Eduyot in Nezikin was, every, all the Mishnayot there were taught on that day when they entered Rabbi Zabar Azayah in the Beit Midrash. Whenever you see the word Bobayom used in a brighter, it was that day that Rabbi Azamina became Nasi. Because there were so many different rabbis who came in, every halacha that they weren't sure about, they figured it out that day. Even Aban Gamliel, when he got deposed, don't think that he left the Bet Midrash at all. Because of his kavod, he stayed anywhere and he learned. That's, that's the, the the greatness of Kali Yisrael that the leaders. When you think about the other, another country, when the leader uh, the, the leader gets deposed, he's embarrassed. He wants to hide. Here he was proud to be there, and he continued doubting himself, and that's of course fitting for a Torah scholar. The Tanan we learned. Yehuda, Ger Amoni, came in front of him. He was a convert from the Amon. And he asked, Am I allowed to marry a Jewish woman? The halakha is, you're allowed to convert from Amon. But an Amon, he's not allowed to enter the Jewish nation. It's okay if she was, if he was a Amoni girl convert, but be Amoni Boy convert, he wants to know, am I allowed to marry a Jewish woman? Who's no longer than I see, does not hold himself back from answering the question and saying, you're not allowed. He's not the Nasi, but Rabbi Yeshua says, you're allowed to. It says that Amoni and Amoni can't come with Kal Hashem. So how can you let him come? Amalor of Yeshua, the Amon Moab, Mukumam and Yoshmin. Are the people of Amon and Moab really still on their own lands? They're not. And if they're not in their own lands, then uh, it should be allowed. The people who are there are some other people. They're not the Amon and Moab. And that's why the, this guy, Ger Amoni, he thinks he's Amoni. He might be some other, some other nation. Kvar Alasan Hariv. Melech Ashur, Ubelbelt, Kolaumot, Sanchriv already came and he mixed up all the nations. Shinemar, Vasu, Vasid, Givulot, Amim, Vatudem, Shoshashti. Sanchriv says that he moved everyone around. Welcome. And uh, he moved them around, therefore they're not there. Veorid, Kabir, Yoshrim, and I moved strong people around. And we have a rule in Halakha called the Parish, Mirubach Parish. Yes, there are some Amoni still there, but the rule is since most of the people there are not Amoni, therefore we assume that whoever separated from a group is from the majority, which means not Amoni people, and therefore this guy can convert. I mean, that can convert, could marry a Jewish girl. We are now. Um,
we are now in the on Chavchet Amur Aleph. We are about eight lines down into the middle size lines. Amar Lord of Ban Gamliel. Eight lines into the middle lines. Amar Lord of Ban Gamliel. Amar Lord of Ban Gamliel. The Ban Gamliel told him back. Va'alok ve'enamar doesn't already say. Va'acharechen ashiv et shivut bnei Amin u'ma Hashem. It says, I will return shivut bnei Amon. I will return the captives of the children of Amon. Says Hashem. So they already came back. So you're claiming that the people who live in Amon are all sketch Amonim, and therefore they could, could they could marry Jewish girls. What are you talking about? Pasuk says that I'm, Hashem says he's going to return them. So they already came back, and therefore you can't a Jewish girl cannot marry an Am, someone who converts from Amon. Not allowed. Amalot be sure. Be sure. Told him. Valok far nemar v'shavti shivut Yisrael. Ami Yisrael v'adayin lo shavu. It also says that Hashem is going to return the Jewish peoples. And they didn't all come back. And therefore, just like that didn't happen, neither did the people of Amon. <coughs> they listened to the Yeshua, and they let him come in the Kal. Since I see that the Yeshua is right, let me go and apologize to the Yeshua. Seemingly, the reason why he did that, even though he was tough with Rabbi Yeshua before, is he saw that Hashem gave Rabbi Yeshua the thought to think of the right halacha. He saw that everyone voted like Rabbi Yeshua. And he says, it must be Hashem is with him. And therefore, even though I was tough with him before when I was in the sea, I should go and apologize to him and make him happy. When he got to the house, he saw that the walls of the house were black. I could tell that you're a blacksmith from looking at your wall, because a blacksmith has to have a fire in his house at all times to melt metal. Woe is the generation that you are the leader of the generation. Because you don't know how much Tamidah Hamim suffer. You don't care to check to make sure Tamideha Hamim have enough food. One of the main jobs of the person who's in charge of the generation, if Hashem gives you the Parnasah to take care of the generation, is to make sure that anyone with Tamid Haham and all Kolel people, people who are focusing on learning, have enough food to eat and they're, they're, they're taken care of. And if you're not, if you're not doing that, then you hazit for the generation that you're in charge. You came to my house. You didn't know that I have to work so hard in order to get parnasah. He says, I spoke too much against you. Maholi, forgive me. So Ramangu asked for forgiveness. Crazy thing. The great leader generation is asking forgiveness. Lo Yeshua did not listen to him. He felt like it wasn't sincere and he didn't listen to him. He told him, He says, do it. He told him, please forgive me for the zuchut of my great-great-grandfather, Hillel. Hillel was the great-great-grandfather of Rabban Gamliel. Payes, Yeshua agreed to accept him. Amru, the people who were there who saw that he accepted Said they said, Man Who's going to tell the rabbis what happened? There was a certain guy who was a laundryman, and he said, Ana I'll go. 
the Beit Midrash. He was sent him to the Beit Midrash with the following message. He said, Tell them that I said, Rabbi Shua says, Tell them I said, the person who used to wear the robe should wear the robe. The person who did not wear the robe, meaning me, should he tell the guy who's supposed to wear the robe, should he tell the guy, send your robe and I'll wear it? He'll never do that, and therefore give the robe back to the Ban Gamliel who used to be the Nasi. What happened? Rabbi Akiva told the man, Truku Gale, don't let the Rabban Gamliel's servants come and harass the rabbis. Lock the doors. So they didn't let them in. Rabbi Kiva was worried. They didn't want to get pushed, even though they believed that, even though they believed what happened, but they didn't want to be pushed into what to do next. Amar I'll go to them myself. Instead of sending somebody, I'll go tell them myself. After all, Yubishua was the one who he insulted. He went to knock on the door. They told him. He told them, the sprinkler, the son of a sprinkler, meaning a Kohen, the son of a Kohen. And a person who is not a Kohen and his father wasn't a Kohen. Should he tell a real Kohen, a sprinkler, the son of a sprinkler, that your water is fake water? And your ashes, the ashes of Paraduma, Efren Mikla, are fake ashes. Rabbi Yeshua, are you really got Nitpayas? You really got appeased? We only did it in your honor. Tomorrow, me and you will go to Rabban Gamliel and we'll take him back. Okay. Amri, so the, the, the Hamim decided what to do. They said, Avid, what are we going to do? Nabre, if we say we'll get rid of the Bialazar ben Azariah, we can't do that. Gimiri, Ma'alin Bakodesh, Ven Moridin. We only pick people up and we can't people down. So once we made the Bialazar ben Azariah, then I see. So then we can't get rid of him. Nidrosh Mar Chad. Okay, maybe we'll have an alter, alternating thing where one week we'll make Rabban Gamliel and Nasi, and one week we'll be Azab No, we can't do that. Why? It will come to jealousy. You don't have one week rabbi, it'll come out that equal, when the people are co things, it could lead to jealousy. Very hard to work together. Rather, three Shabbats a year, Rabban Gamliel gives the dirashah, and one, three Shabbats a month, and one Shabbat a month will be Rabbi Azam ben Azariah. V'hainu da'amun mor, Shabbat shalmi hayta, Shabbat Azam ben Azariah hayta. One time it says in the Braita, the Braita asks, whose Shabbat was it that week? Usually the same rabbi speaks every week. The reason why he asks whose Shabbat is because uh, they had this rotating system. V'atutam, you know who the rabbi who asked the question was? The one who started all this problem? They only mention him at the end because, according to Ben Shai, they only mention his name at the end, not in the beginning. Because in the beginning he caused problems. Since he's a Sadiq, they only mention his name when it worked out okay for everybody. Okay. What? 
peaceful. And then it worked out okay, so they mentioned Rabbi Shimon Rechai. But since he's a Sadiq, they don't like to mention his name over trouble. In the beginning, it was a big trouble what he did. He caused all this whole problem. Says the Gemara, Vishal Musafin Kol Hayom. Musaf, you could pray the whole day. We are now three lines down in the widest lines of Chavchet Amuralf. Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Vinikra Poshea. Meaning, if you delay Musaf all the way till sunset, you are considered negligent because you might forget. You, should, should, you have a mitzvah that comes, you should try to do it. Tanu Rabbanan, Hayulifanav Shte Tifilot. We learned before, if you have two Tifilot to pray, one is Minhav, a Hachel Musaf. First, pray Minhav, Achel Mutash Musaf. Shizuta Dira, Vizu Enut Dira. Yes, this was quoted. Now we're getting involved in it. Yes, this was yesterday, so we're going to talk about it more now. That was just brought as a proof yesterday of whether Adva Adbechla was true or not. But now we're talking about it itself because we're talking about Musaf. So it says the Gemara, Rabbi Yudah Omer, First you say Musaf, then you say Minha. Why? Shizu Mitzvah over it because this Mitzvah passes. Vizu Mitzvah she ain't over it. This Mitzvah doesn't pass. Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Halakha, Halakha is, pray Mincha, Akak Mutbel Bashu Musaf, and then you pray Musaf. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Zirah, he had a Chalish Megilse. Rabbi Zirah, when he was weak from his studies, have Azil Viativa Pitre de Ber Abnatan Batuvi. He would stay, sit at the entrance to Abnatan Batuvi's shul. Amar, he would say, Ki Chalfi Rabbanan, when the rabbis pass by, as Ekum Mikamayu, I'll stand up because I'll see them all pass by him in the door, doorway. And I'll get a zuchut, I'll get a zuchut for standing up for the rabbis. You see that there's a zuchut just to stand up. I want to sit there, I want to stand up when the rabbi walks in. Nafak, Atar Natamatuvi, the actual rabbi, Natamatuvi came in. Amalei told him, Man Amahalacha Bemidrasha, who is the rabbi who said the halacha in the Bet Midrash? Amalei, Hachi Amar Rabbi Yohanan. And Alcha could be Huda. Rabbi Huda, Alcha is not like him. Dama Mutel Adam Shem Musaf, Akam Mutel Shem Mincha. He says Musaf first and Mincha, we don't agree with him. Amale, Rabbi Yochanan Amar, Rabbi Yochanan, one who said it? Amale, Ein, he said, yeah, it's Rabbi Yochanan's Alcha. Tanim Mina, Rabbi Yimzunim. He repeated it 40 times. Rabbi Yochanan says this, Rabbi Yochanan says this. Amale, so Mnatamatu, he told him, Chadilach. Do you love it so much because it's the first time you ever heard that Yochanan said this? Or is it that it's new to you that, is it the first time you heard it? Or it's new that, that Rabbi Yochanan said it and you knew the halakha, but you didn't know that Rabbi Yochanan said it? Amalei told him, It's new, new, new to me that he said it. Why? I thought it was a Meshuvah Levi statement, statement, and therefore I'm repeating it 40 times so I don't forget that it's Yochanan and not a Meshuvah Levi, who's the one who said that when Musaf and Mincha are at the same time, actually Mincha is first and not Musaf. Like Rabbanan, not like a Buddha. Says the Gemara, Amar Meshuvah Levi. Ko Amat Balel Tifilash and Musafim Lachar Sheva Shaot and Buddha. Broken because of the time I destroyed, they are from you. How do you know that Nugi means broken? 
Broken things come on the enemies of the Jews, meaning the Jews, because they delayed their appointed times of Korbanot in Yerushalayim. Trouble to the Jews comes from people messing around with the times, and therefore that's what the Pasuk means. If you pray after the fourth hour, after the fourth hour of the day, you're afflicted from the appointed times I have destroyed, they are from you. How do we know nugi, which before men breaking means means afflicted, meaning you're, you're troubled? Because it says, my soul melts because of tuga, because of affliction. It's in Echa, it says that her betulot are afflicted, nugot, and she is bitter. Okay. Now we are on the top of Chav Chet Amurbet at the first word. One time of Ivya was sick and he did not arrive at the class of Rav Yosef. The next morning, Abaye wanted to relax your Yosef. I guess Rav Yosef was upset that his student wasn't there. How come you didn't come? He told Rav Avia, why didn't you come to the, to the, to the class? He says, I was weak and I wasn't able. He told him, So then why don't you eat something and come? I would have eaten something, but don't you hold like Rav Huna? Rav Huna says, You're not taste anything before you eat Musaf. So I didn't, couldn't, since I couldn't taste anything, I was weak, and I couldn't come. Ishkenazi, don't re- reply to this. Before Musaf. Amalei told him, They don't really have a good reason for that. He told him, he says, you should have prayed and come to learn. He says, so what? You want Learning is more important than praying Birabim. So if you're going to miss learning because you're not eating, pray Musaf and come learn. Learning is more important. So Amalei told him, Don't you agree with what Yochanan says? You're not allowed to pray before the people of the congregation pray. If they prayed already, you could pray biachid, but you can't pray before them. Didn't we say, When we said that you can't pray before them, that means if you're in the shul, it's aib, before they pray shachrit, you're going to go into that spot and pray shachrit right there. But in your house, you can pray shachrit before they pray. That's what he told them back. It's not like either of them. When we said Rav Huna, this is what it's, this is what we said that we said above that you're not allowed to eat taste anything before Musaf. It's not true. You're allowed to taste before Musaf. You're not allowed to taste before shachrit. But you're allowed to taste before Musaf. You can't eat a whole meal, but you're allowed to taste something before Musaf. And, once Mencha comes, 
Kodesh Bebel to Avnecha. You can't taste anything before Mecha, and we hold you allowed to taste something before Mecha. Okay, we're up to the Mishnah. Beautiful. Says the Mishnah. Mishnah Adav Chavchet Amur Bet. Once we spoke about when you pray in the morning, we're now going to talk about what you should, what you should do when you go learn. Okay, because after you finish praying, you're supposed to go learn. This time we're praying be here, over here. In this class, a lot of people are still didn't pray yet, but generally you pray first and you learn. Amrullah, they told him, where did you get this prayer? When I come in, I pray that I shouldn't say the wrong thing and people will end up doing the wrong thing because of a mistake that I make. And when I go out, <coughs> excuse me, I thank Hashem that I'm able to be here in the Bet Midrash. The rabbis taught, what do you say when you walk into Shul? You say the following. That no trouble should come because of me. I shouldn't make a mistake in Halakha, and my friends will be happy that I made a mistake. I shouldn't say on something that it's Tahor. I shouldn't say on something that it's Tahor. Meaning, not only that I shouldn't make a mistake that someone should think it's Tahor, but even if I just extra strict and say something that Tahor is Tameh, don't let me do that. I shouldn't ever be happy when my friend makes a mistake. What does he say when he leaves? I am very happy that you made my portion among those who live in the shul. And you didn't make my portion among those who sit on street corners. Because I get up early in the morning, and they get up early in the morning. I get up to my Dafyomi class. And they get up for nonsense. I work hard. I'm straining my brain. They're working hard. I work hard, and I get reward for it. Meaning, I get real reward in Shabbai. These guys work hard. They're working hard on their fantasy football team. And uh, they don't get any reward in Shabbai for it. The next year, nobody cares. I run, and they run. I'm running and gaining. And they're running to gain them. We learnt. When Eliezer got sick, his students came in to visit him. They told him, our teacher, teach us the ways of life. With that, we'll get Olam Abba. How do we get Olam Abba? He told him, Be careful with the honor of your friends. Don't let your kids learn logic. Don't let them learn philosophy. Because they'll end up going off. Bring your children to sit at the knees of the Torah scholars. 
when you pray, know who you're standing in front of to pray. That's when they came in when Rabbi Eliezer got sick. Now, what happened when Rabbi Yochanan Zakai got sick? They came in to visit him. When he saw them, he started to cry. You're the light of the Jews. You're the, you're the right a pillar. You're the powerful hammer. What are you crying for? You have everything. You're everything. If they were bringing me in front of a king of Basar Vadam, Shayom Khan Umachar Bakever, at today he's here and tomorrow he's in the grave. Shim Koes Alai Eno Koes Kaas Ulam. And if he gets angry with me, he's not angry with me forever. And if he puts me in jail, he can't jail me forever. Even if he kills me. He can't kill me forever. He killed me for this world, not for the next world. I could also calm him down by saying calm words. I could bribe him with money. If you were bringing me and saying you have an appointment in front of the king, I would cry. Now that I'm in front of God, He's here forever and ever. If he gets angry with me, he's angry with me forever. If he puts me in jail, I'm in jail forever. I'm not sure what that means. If he kills me, he could give me a mitat forever, because he could kill me in the next world too. I can't scooch out by having smooth words. You can't pay money to Hashem. Not only that, I got two paths in front of me. Now that I'm going to the next world, one is Gan Aiden, one is Gehinam. I don't know which one I'm going in. I shouldn't cry. Crazy. He's not sure if he's going to Gehinam or not. They told him, Rabbeinu Barchenu, our rabbi, bless us. Amalem, he told him, I wish that you should be as scared of Hashem as you are scared of people. Amalem told me, that's it. We should be more scared of Hashem than people. Amalem, Vilvai. He said, I wish. He says, I wish you were at least this much. You want to hear more than that? If you're this much, you're doing awesome. Most people are less scared of Hashem than they are of people. How do you know? When a guy says, He says, I want to hide. I don't want people to see me. What does that mean? That means they're more scared of people than Hashem. When he died, he told him, Take out the kelim from my house. I don't want them to come to me when I die. So he was worried that the kelim shouldn't get ruined. In those days, certain, certain types of kelim, you couldn't put it, even put it in the mikveh. You had to break them. So he said, haram, haram, that these kelim should become tamer when he died. So he was even worried about those things. And he also said, bring a chair for Chizkiyahu, the king of Yehuda, who came to bring me to Gan Aiden. Some say that since Rabbi Yochum Zakai was the Nasi, that means that he's from Hillel, and Hillel is a descendant of Vinamelech. That means that Chizkiyahu is his great, 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 great grandfather. And that's why sometimes a person's great, great grandparents can come and bring him to Olam Abba when he goes there. Okay, we're up to the Mishnah on the bottom of 
Every day you pray 18 berachot, Amidah. Every day you only have to pray a shortened version of the, uh, of the Amidah. Rabbi Kiva Omer, if you're smooth and you know how to do it without messing up, say all 18. Then he, but if not, he lets you do Meishmanaseh. A person who makes his tefillah into a fixed thing, that you have to, I, I have to take care of it every day, I gotta go pray. His prayer does not become real in Hashem's eyes because you're making it like a burden. You should make it like a zechut. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be a chiyuv. It should feel like a zuchut. I have a zuchut to go pray. Wow! I could go pray again, as opposed to ah, I gotta pray. A guy who walks in a dangerous place, he should say a short prayer. He says, Hashem should save your nation. The, the remnant of the Jews. At every parashat ibur, your their needs should be in front of you, which means we'll see soon. Let's say you're riding a donkey and you can't face Yerushalayim. You're red vitpalel. So in general, you should always get off the donkey and pray. If you can't get down because no one's going to hold your donkey. And you won't be able to get off the donkey when the donkey could leave. Turn your face toward Yerushalayim while you're on the donkey. You can't turn your face because you can go the wrong way. donkey will fall off the road. You should think in your heart of the Holy of Holies. If you're going on a boat, or you're in jail and you can't turn around, or you're on a raft, right? You just think about it. Okay. So meaning anyway. Just think about it. The best way to do it is to turn. If you can't, you can just think. Says the Gemara. These 18 men are connected to me. Why do we have 18? Why did the rabbis make 18? There's got to be a reason. Amar Bilel Bered of Shmuel Bar Nachmani. It's the 18 times that David mentioned Havul Hashem Elim. Havul Hashem Kavod Raos, Havul Hashem Kavod Shemo, that Pasuk, opposite the 18 mentioned Hashem's name. That's going to be Hillel. Rabbi Yosef Amar, There's 18 mentions of Hashem's name in Shema. That's why we have 18 Berachot. Opposite the 18 bones in a person's spine, which help a person move. When you bow down, you have to make sure that every one of the vertebrae is sticking out. How did they know that time it was 18 bones? Uh, probably when someone died, they, they counted. Right? You have to bow until you can see an isad of skin opposite your heart. 
רב חנינה אומר, כיוון שנענה על ראשו, שוב אין צריך. רב חנינה, you don't have to bow so much. Just bend your head, that's enough. אמר רבא, חוט מצא נפשי, הוא מסיים, bend your head, that's only if it hurts you to bend. הוא מחזיק כמעט דקרה. And you want to just look like you're bowing. But really, you should bow much more than that. You should bow like the other rabbis. Okay, we will stop over here. Now we're going to review what we did today. Okay. Okay, we started off with the famous story that Rabbi Yeshua denied having said that Arbit is in the shoot. Rabban Gamliel got upset at him, made him stand up the rest of the day, and the rabbis got rid of Rabban Gamliel, and they put instead Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah because he has the Zuchut Avot and he was wealthy. And um, then uh, they, they changed the rules a bit, Midrash. A lot of halachot went through. One halacha went like Rabbi Yeshua, the halacha of the Amoni, that Amoni is allowed to get, is allowed to marry a Jewish girl. And Rabbi Gamliel saw it as a sign that he should ask for forgiveness. Till now, he thought he was right. Then he saw it as a sign from Hashem he should ask for forgiveness. So he went to ask forgiveness, and Rabbi Yeshua only, did, only gave him forgiveness. First, he, showed, he gave him upset that he didn't take care of Tamir Hamim properly. And then he gave forgiveness in the zikhut of his grandparents. And then they had a whole thing back and forth how they let the, 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 the Chachamim know what happened. And then they didn't know, the Chachamim didn't know what to do. And they decided to put back Ban Gamliel um, in a partial way, where it's three times the Ban Gamliel and one time the Bishu Ben Navi. Um, and that's what happened. Right? And then we said, we said a few more things. We said, Putilat Musaf is all day, but you shouldn't wait all day to do it. person should try to pray early. And we said the halakha is tadir of she'enu tadir tadir kodem. And therefore, if you have Musaf or Mencha, you should pray Mencha first before Musaf, even though usually Musaf goes first. But if you ever have them both together, you should pray Mencha first because tadir of she'enu tadir, we hold like that. And we said that you should... Uh, we saw the rabbi who repeated it many times to remember who said it, to see how important it is to remember who said something. Then we have a story where the rabbi did not come to shul and they told him it's worth it to eat before Musaf in, in order to come to shul and hear the halakha. We had the Mishnah which says the prayer that you say before you go to shul, how a person has to appreciate that, first of all, you should not, you should not be happy when someone else makes a mistake, and that you appreciate that you're in the shul, that you, that we're, we're, Jew, we're Jewish, and we can have a focus on Devar Hashem instead of wasting our time with nonsense. Okay? And we had the rabbi who taught his students that you're lucky if you have, you're scared of Hashem the way you're scared of people. We have the Mishnah, which is... Uh, mentioning whether or not you're allowed to have a shortened version of the Amidah. It mentions that you should make sure your Amidah is not like a burden on you. And it mentions what you pray when you go through a dangerous place and how to ro- a person who's traveling can face Yerushalayim even if it's hard to. Baruch Adonai Amen v'amen.